Perfect, perfect, perfect. It's Broker Talk, the number one weekly real estate podcast hosted by industry experts. We are socially distancing and broadcasting once again from the top of the Castles Unlimited Space Needle in Boston, Massachusetts. You can listen to our past shows when you go to broker-talk.com, but you know that already. You'll probably listen to us right now on broker-talk.com. Broker Talk is sponsored today by the mighty realtors of Castles Unlimited and the Savage Winner Gourmet Steak Hot Dogs. As always, I'm your host, Jim Lowenstern, and my co-host is Larry Lauper. Larry, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful day here in, in New England. Beautiful fall day, October 1st. Boy, do we have a good show today. We have uh, a national speaker, a national coach. She's also still in production, which I think makes a huge difference if your your coach is asking and being a, uh, asked the same questions that we are. But uh, Sherry Johnson is a national speaker uh, and she has been um, coaching people uh, for great effect, including our office uh, most recently. Um, welcome aboard, Sherry. It's so great to have you here. Hi, Larry and Jim. Thank you for having me. I didn't say near enough nice stuff about you, Sherry Johnson. Um, you you have been honored as a national speaker for Homes.com. Your preferred speaker for one of our competitors here, but that's good for you. Um, and uh, you're a risk media ambassador. Uh, another interesting aspect of your background is that you you have a background in both business administration and um, organizational behavior. And God knows we real estate agents need that. Um, let me ask you the, the uh, starting question. Who needs to be coached? Who benefits from coaching? Well, I think it is... Um really the art of coaching someone is not taking someone and making them great. Um, it is bringing out the potential and the greatness that already exists. Um, many times uh, we look at sports coaches, we look at financial planners. I look at those people as coaches, business coaches, anyone who wants to uh, get challenged and take their game, their business game to a new level, I think um, would benefit from the return on investment of coaching. Um, most agents sort of get trapped in a, um, they get trapped in plateauing at certain levels of their uh, career. And so I see this a lot where uh, people are like, I can't break through and I just, I'm just, and it's because they hit a plateau, they really do. And I think people who want to continue learning, who want to push themselves, who want to uh, maybe, um, you know, it's not always financial, but a lot of times it is uh, scale a team. They want to grow their individual production um, and they want to be better. I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to deliver better, valuable service to our buyers and sellers. And I think that um, everyone can be coached if we are coachable. Um, and if you, if you choose coaching and you choose to hire a coach, the two components of that that are really going to make a difference are accountability and content. And so I'm glad that you said, that you said accountability because I think and accountability. And those are the two things that people come to us for uh, our strategy, new strategies that will close more deals and win more business. Right. And then of course uh, the, the accountability, both 
Accountability is is always a key. Jim, you're, you're going to jump in with a question? Yeah, no, I have a question. Um, Sherry, do you ever find people uh, sub subconsciously are um, hurting themselves in their approach? Uh, and are there people that have uh, maybe not an overt fear of success, but does it exist? And is that's what's holding them back sometimes? I, I do think that people are fearful of success. I think they hold themselves back. I think that they um, get in their own way by um, settling for status quo and not realizing that they could improve their time management, for example. They could improve their at-bats. They could improve their conversion ratios. They can convert lead gen. They can, you know, anything that's tracked and measured will improve. That's scientific. And so when we track and measure the number of calls you're making, the number of appointments you go on, and the number of units you're listing and selling, and how much money you're making, suddenly you're hyper-focused on those. And that's that's really what accountability is. It's, it's really not a bad word. Um, and top performers love the scorecard. You know what I mean? You'll notice that people love the scorecard um, when they're performing. It's taking the people who are sort of in that middle and they're just sort of floundering and they're, they may be fearful or they may actually just not know that it can be done an easier way where they could actually have work-life balance and make the money they want to make. I have a follow-up question. You've been doing um, coaching and the real estate business in general for how many years? Um, I have been coaching agents um, probably since 2005. Um, I managed a, a very large privately owned, family owned business uh, when now the largest privately owned in the country, uh, Howard Hanna in Cleveland, Ohio. I had about 750 agents in my territory and I coached and trained many of those agents um, from 600 million to 1.7 billion um, in about four years. In the so, last my, so my question is, how has the industry changed in that period of time? Um, how has new technology changed it? And how has the business models that have developed that did not exist back when you started uh, helped to change not just the industry, but the way some brokers and agents approach the business? It's an excellent question. And I got licensed in 96, um, so I'm dating myself, but I have been a broker and agent. I was an agent for 10 years. I'm selling about 14 to $18 million a year and then went into management and then started my own coaching company in 2017. I've seen a lot. I remember when Zillow came out first um, and we all thought we were gonna be, you know, just like the um, travel industry, we're still here. Um, what I believe is that we are an industry that is um, unfortunately very attacked by a lot of outside uh, companies. Our, um, agents think sometimes that there's a fast way to convert leads or get leads. I think that's I think that's false. I think that um, this is a relationship business. It always will be. Um, I think that you've asked a lot of questions. So technology has played a huge part in how more I think how we can deliver uh, a faster, more effective means of negotiating. And I still think it has to be face to face. Um, but I think, you know, when we went to electronic documents and then we went to uh, showing, you know, electronic showings, all of this has helped us be more efficient. 
um, but it does not replace the personal conversations that have to happen. I cannot get a price reduction with showing time. I cannot, I don't care who you are. Or, or, or with understanding the business, or with understanding the business, because our business is very, very complex. Uh, there's legal, there's there's a building codes. There, there. Most importantly, is emotional stuff wrapped around because it's right. a it's a big, big financial per, uh, purchase for most people. So, uh, understanding all of that is a short barrier of entry to become a real estate agent to get a license. That doesn't make you qualified. We're not all the same. There's A students, there's C students. Who do you want to work with? Successful people have processes and, and coaches can grab on that and see that. I mean, who looks in the mirror and really sees ourselves? I see a younger version of myself when I look in the mirror. Um, but a coach is able to look at you and and understand what you're doing and give you ideas and how to adjust that. Yeah, and I think too, you know, we, every agent um, in terms of the models that are out there, I think the agents want value from their broker more than ever. Uh, they need coaching. Um, broker owners and sales managers should be uh, advancing their own skills to help coach their own agents. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't exist. And I, I coach all over for large companies, medium companies, small companies, and of course, individual agents and teams. But at the end of the day, it's a relationship business, it's hard work, and it's professionalism. And I think, um, you know, we're not going to, in my opinion, we're not going to be replaced um, when you could buy air, airline tickets and a hotel room, right, for $3,000 people will do that online. They're not gonna buy a house, in my opinion, for 300 or 500 or a million dollars online without an in, you know, an integral part of that, which is the advice of their agent. And one of my former owners that I worked for, um, Helen Hanna used to say this, and she's absolutely right. You know, they only pay us for what we say. And, uh, and then my son told me last night, you should get paid for the value you bring. And I thought he's 13 years old and he knows this already. That's pretty cool. So I think we have to deliver value. Or if we got paid for what we said, we'd all be more wealthy because good or bad agents, we're all kind of chatty, you know? That's true. That's and true. So are sociopaths though, by the way, <laughs> you know? So, so Sherry, what about uh, this whole idea of online reviews now? Uh, back when we all started, uh, I mean, you, you could actually have a bad customer and fire them and not expect a repercussion. Now, no matter what you say or do with anybody, literally anybody, it can end up online and affect your reputation, so to speak. Um, how does that factor into your coaching? Is there uh, a whole module that you have that talks about uh, reviews and uh, how to how to handle them and, and, how, fact, to, and how to get good yeah. ones too. Yeah, we we do. We believe well. We have over fifty courses in our coaching program at the Sherry Johnson Academy, and a lot of them have to do with online social media uh, reviews. How to how to get them? How to um, market yourself with them? But when you get, you know, I believe that. When people see just a ton of great reviews, they're, they are sometimes skeptical of that. Like they'll say, that's impossible. This person can't be this perfect, right? They have 44 reviews, they're all perfect. One bad review, 
okay, that is addressed properly um, will speak volumes to people, I think, more than 25 great reviews um, that look almost- I only like read bad reviews. I don't care about the good ones. I want to hear what the person that had yeah, the complaint. I know. And, and I think how, how we watch how they respond to that. And so I tell agents all the time in our coaching, we say, you know, how are you responding to um, the person who might be uh, unreasonable? And we have unreasonable clients all the time who you wouldn't, no matter what you do, they're not happy. Um, but it's, it's in how we respond to that. And I think agents that are the best know how to listen and respond and, and great agents listen to emotion. Larry touched on that. This is an emotional purchase. It's an emotional experience, whether someone's moving up or moving down, whether they're moving for good reasons or for not so good reasons. The agent that is listening to emotion over fact and is making calls instead of texting is going to be more effective. And I think the online reviews, if, if you know, people will choose an agent who has less experience but has more reviews than an experienced agent who has none. So I think it's really uh, important if you don't, if you haven't looked at this and you don't have any online reviews, you only have four today, you gotta go, you know, watch my webinar. We have a free webinar you can watch on how to increase um, your reviews. It's, it's Where do you put these? Because you can have them on Google, you can have them on Zillow, you can, uh, there's a no. Places to home, home snap. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, wh where is the best place to put I, them? I think if uh, for brokers, um, <clears throat> I like to encourage brokers to have this built into your website. Um, I like to encourage agents to email their uh, at the end of the sale or at the time that someone goes under contract, uh, selling or buying. That's the best time to ask for the the uh, testimonial, and you can actually send one email with three links on it and just say, hey, you know, the um, congratulations on the sale of your home. We're handling all the post-sale details. My business is strongly built on referrals. The cornerstone of my business is built on referrals. Um, and I would love it and appreciate it if you could just take a moment and fill out the following, you know, either it's testimonial tree or it's another brand that you use or it's realtor.com or Zillow if we're, if we're even going there still at this moment, that's to be determined um, with their, their model shift. But what I want you to know is that your agents and all of you agents listening to this can go proactively and direct people. I had an agent, she had 14, uh, we did this over a course of two weeks, she got 14 uh, Zillow referrals, 14 referrals from making sure every one of her clients as they were closing filled this out. I pull out of the, the parking lot at my dealership and I'm out of the, not even two hours and I'm getting, you know, a survey, right? I'm getting surveyed. How did it go? They even say to me, we want to get five star. Are you going to give us five star? I say, yes. So then when the thing comes, I give them five stars. So I think we should be more proactive in, in assembling testimonials as well as asking for reviews on those platforms. Facebook is really easy. Uh, no one even has to do a transaction to leave a Facebook recommendation. That can be friends, family, sphere, people who love you and are card carrying fans. I, th I think it's funny. Some of these, uh, some of the testimonials can be, I try and do video testimonials. I, I've, I've, I've always thought, um, you know, I, I can say I'm a good date or my mom can say I'm a good date, but if I get my date to say I'm a good date, people are going to listen to that, you know, if they want to, if they want to dance.
Um, I think all successful people, success leaves clues. And I think all successful people are lifelong learners. And I think that's one of the things that differentiates one agent from another. How do they know? And, and today's world, you, you mentioned both you and Jim were talking about technology. We're doing more virtual tours. Uh, we're doing more of this kind of thing, talking to people. Um, how has your business uh, changed, Jim, in the last, since COVID? What is that, March of this year? Oh, uh, in the last three or four months, um, just um, more focus on every line, top line, bottom line, and all the little lines in between. Uh, it's, it's so many really, lines. I, I, I think it's really forced everyone who's in in business or even if you just have a job to pay better attention to what you're supposed to be doing every day and right. make sure you do it. Right. Uh, this is, uh, it's a great economy for some and it's a horrible economy for others, unfortunately. We happen to be, oddly enough, because in March, uh, I think we all figured we were going off a cliff and it turned out that real estate is probably one of the more positive segments and sectors of the entire economy. Always has been. Not always. <laughs> well, I, I, you, you have heard me say this. I mean, the measure of someone's wealth has always been property, you know, and, and for the most part, yes. the way, one of the best ways to build wealth is through property, buying and selling it. It's, it's absolutely, it's, Food, shelter, and clothing. We're number two on that hit parade. We are essential. When you own a home, you're the ones who pay the taxes because the government knows where you live, <laughs> you know? And, and so we, we are the people that is the backbone of America. We are essential services. So ask, the, ask Sherry the same question. I'm not the uh, well, interview. You know what I wanted to add? You know, we, I think the transaction focus of agents, uh, technology turned in lead gen. Uh, I like to say new client relationship generation um, because lead just makes it sound like it just leads and then it just transactions and we turn and burn. And I, I, that's not what this is about. This is about building relationships and referrals for life. Agents I coach have a 90% referral rate and they're doing you know $50 million a year. That's why uh, they're doing $30 million a year without a team. And it's because they have systems in place that build relationships and it's not a transaction um, where I think a lot of our technology has led us to think it's transaction, transaction, uh, transaction. But in terms of, you know, how has the business been um, everywhere across the country? We, we coach people from the Pacific West Coast and the West Coast all the way across uh, to the East Coast and down in Texas and um, Alabama and, and Florida. And the Midwest, and really every market has been um, experiencing unbelievable years. It's still busy. Uh, the market here, we're getting, you know, five to eight offers, sometimes eleven offers on one property. I think that's uh, common throughout. So, so let's talk about that. Uh, what um, are you in suburbia? Are you in an urban setting? Uh I'm on the uh, east, southeast side of Cleveland, Ohio, on the north coast. We call it the north coast up here on Lake Erie. So I'm in a suburban uh, Okay. Yeah. And are people shifting from the city to the suburbs? And that's why there's multiple offers? 
I think um, I, I think what's happening is the buying power has never been this high. So as a, a, a client said to me the other day, my sorority sister, she said, Sherry, I could buy a house for five seventy five and have the same payment as the house I'm in right now and have a much bigger house. And she's 100% right. So sellers are taking advantage of the buying power that buyers have. Buyers are taking advantage of the low interest rates and the buying power. And people are saying, well, I should be moving. Um, and again, it's not every uh, person because we know some people have- So how large a house can uh, can I buy in, in, in your neck of the woods for 575? Are well, you listening, Larry? <laughs> yeah, for five seventy-five. Oh gosh! So I just sold a house for six hundred this week, and it is forty-five hundred square feet. <laughs> a four-car garage. I mean, it just gets crazier. What did you say? Four-car garage? Yeah, finished basement. I think it has. Okay, so what would that be in Newton, Larry? Uh, three million. Three million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily three million. If it were new. And you couldn't find it with a four-car garage, that's for sure. Yeah. And the interesting thing, because you mentioned production, production, you know, 20 million in, in your area of production, 20 million is always good production. But 20 million in your area, uh, if your price point is uh, 350, our price point in Milton and uh, Newton is uh, 1.4 million is the average house. So you can get to that 10 million a little bit faster uh, yeah. when you're selling properties. Like yeah, or, or 40 or 50 or 100 million uh, right. in that case. Right. It's a lot of commas and zeros, but it is it is definitely relative. And being in the Midwest has helped me um, to understand the high end. Our high end is 10 million here, um, which is not shabby, really, if you think about it. Um, you wouldn't think that we have a lot of great uh, lakefront properties. And we have we have everything in between, you know, really um, high end luxury. But across the country, you know, I'm I find I am more relatable um, because I'm in the Midwest that I can adjust to um, sort of the Pacific Coast, the Pacific East Coast, and then I can also yeah. understand different markets and different trends. The Denver market has always fascinated me. They're they are uh, quite an interesting. You know, right now they're getting thirty offers. In every house, there's that many people wanting to move there. So I think that's um, an interesting, interesting market. Huh? Insane. It's insane. Huh. And there are thirty thousand realtors. And, and and why do you think that is? Well, I think. Um, Hot. Is that because it, no, no, Larry, stop it. What did he say? He says said because pot. pot is legal. Oh. Pot is legal. You could say it's skiing too, but no, it, it it's got to be something else. I think the culture there is one that attracts um, people, but again, that's a high-end market. You know, you can't get a house um, in in certain suburbs there for less than, you know, eight hundred, and that's and that's like the low point. You know, I think um, people are attracted. So it must be tech. Tech companies are moving in. It's usually the jobs come, and then the people follow. It could be job related. I I, I think there. Are, there are like 35,000 realtors though in one market. That's the part that's insane. Um, so they're really falling all over each other. It's quite interesting. Okay, so uh, that's, a, that's a good question. So in markets where there's a, a high concentration of realtors, how do you coach your students to stand out and be successful against all that competition? 
Yeah, I, first I think that we sell ourselves and our value proposition of what we bring to the to the transaction, our experience, our, our expertise, our knowledge, and our service. And so, radically differentiating yourself is number one. You know, having uh, a, a system for your home buyer, program. Uh, calling it a home buyer program. You know, it, it amazes me how many agents just don't discuss the buyer process. The home buying process in itself is as important as going on a listing appointment. And so you can radically differentiate yourself from every other brand and every other agent by having a much better strategy of talking to people and winning their business. Um, Speaking of business, really messed up. This is like 10 minutes late. We're gonna pay some bills. Evan, roll tape. Here we go. Talk is also sponsored today by the mighty realtors of Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. Wow, we fit everything in, didn't we? Everything got in there. Phew. Um, it's been uh, it's been really interesting, um, Sherry. One of the questions I like to ask people uh, at the very end is, "What didn't I ask you that I should have asked you that you'd like to talk about right now?" Thanks. Thank you, Larry. I think the, um, the the biggest challenge for agents is having a full pipeline of buyer and seller prospects or buyer and seller potential listings and potential buyers. And I think um, everyone listening to this would, would benefit from building what I call consistent, predictable monthly income. And, and you can really make that happen. You know, agents usually spend all of their time only focused on three to six or seven people at a time. And if they could imagine a world where they had 25 or 30 buyer leads at all times and 25 or 30 listing leads at all times, and these are people that are in varying stages of their uh, buying and home selling process. Um, some are maybe six months out, that's okay. You know, Build your future business. All of those people on your list will become future listings and sales each month if you create this pipeline. I think that would be the biggest thing I could um, send off to everybody is that write it down, look at it, quantify it, actually write down what the total volume is. And I think you'll be shocked at how much business is on, you know, right in front of you. Right. You can then convert into actual listing sales. And that's gonna happen month after month. If you build that and you have 30, 60 leads, you know, anything can happen. You can double and triple your income by using this system. So it's a really great, uh, one of our one of our staples in our uh, coaching 
services that we provide. And it's a strategy that everybody loves and everybody just literally can double or triple their business. I went from seven to 14 million using this system and it's called the goldmine pipeline. And it really uh, makes, it's a game changer. If I could say that it's a big, huge game changer. So that would be my my extra tip for the day. Sherry Johnson, it's been absolutely wonderful to have you as our guest and, and be able to pick your brain here on on how um, our agents who are listening to us can can get better. Um, you're on SherryJohnson.com, as I understand that's Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I, Johnson, because yes. there's lots of different Sherry's. Yeah. If you Google us, Sherry Johnson Coaching or SherryJohnson.com, Yeah, there's some free, there's lots of free content um, for on-demand webinars that folks can go watch uh, immediately or at their leisure. And all of that is available. There's lots of content, lots of great ideas. And of course, a free strategy call for 30 minutes. If anyone would like to have a free coaching call, go onto the website and uh, schedule that. And if you go to Trump University, um, it's now, it says Sherry Johnson. So that's a broken, what's that? Trump University is now Sherry Johnson. Yes, that's right. It's, it's, it, 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 re, it redirects you. She bought the name. Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is, where teachers of the business and students of the industry. I'm Jim Lowenstern and my co-host, Larry Lawfer. We're signing off. Thanks, Sherry. Yeah. See everyone next week. Well, I beat the drum and hold the phone. The sun came.